Hey, I'm Ella Gray, and welcome back to the Key of E podcast. This week, I will be starting my Harry Styles series by talking about his self-titled debut album. This album came out in 2017. Oh my gosh, that's actually crazy that it's six years old. I remember, I remember hearing Sign of the Times for the first time and being like, oh my gosh, like just comparing it to like what One Direction had been doing before the breakup. Like it just, I don't know, it just blew my mind, got me so hyped. I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to hear what else Harry is going to just be feeding us for years and years to come. Literally, we're still here. He's still doing the most and keeping up with this new sound that we never really got to hear from One Direction. However, I do feel like there are bits and pieces of One Direction songs kind of buried. Like, you can tell that he got influence from being in the band and from working on those songs in the studio and, I mean, obviously, a ton of other influences. Speaking of Sign of the Times, I would say that that is the most known song from said album. Let's start with track one, which is Meet Me in the Hallway. I feel like this song lyrically reminds me of Satellite on Harry's House, on the Harry's House record, because it's just kind of talking about, like, hey, I'm, I'm here. Don't forget about me. I'm here if you need me. It's, I don't know, I feel like it's the same, it's the same tone. It's a little bit, um, somber, I guess, in a way where it's just like talks about loneliness and kind of feeling forgotten in terms of both of the parties that are involved in both of the songs I think both sides of the of the relationship that's being sung about in both songs are feeling lonely he says I walked the streets all day and I think that's what kind of makes me think of satellite just kind of like it seems like a parallel to Like, I don't have anything to do. I'm spinning out waiting for you. I'm kind of pacing around. Like, okay, call me. Call me if you need something. You can only say it so many times. And also, the repetition of, like, just let me know in the choruses. Just kind of like, hey, do you want to talk? Just tell me if you want to talk. Just let me know if you want to talk. I'll be here. Just just let me know. Running with the thieves, cause you left me in the hallway. Just take the pain away. 
We don't talk about it. It's something we don't do. Because once you go without it, nothing else will do. <laughs> I wrote down, he just sings so soft. He just, like, he sounds like he's about to cry. You know? Like, it's like a really, like, delicate way that he sings in this song. He does it a lot on this album. Well, I'm not, you know what? I guess he continues to sing. I feel like he has, like, a soft voice that he uses in some songs, and then he can also, like, belt it. Yeah, I think it's a great way to start the album. Kind of goes into this whole vibe of, like, god, I don't even know how to describe it. This album feels like music, like, background music, but that sounds like it's not, like, memorable enough to be, like, (laughs) I don't know, foreground music. It's music that like, spinning this vinyl, like, I, I think I play this vinyl when I'm, like, about to go to sleep or, like, if I'm journaling. It's good journaling music. Ugh. I just play this while I'm journaling. I'm just writing down my thoughts. But it, it's, it's true, okay? Um, it kind of, I remember everybody being super excited because, like, the whole vibe was supposed to be kind of, like, 70s soft, a little bit of soft rock kind of feeling like you're in like a lounge, like a smoky lounge and you're just kind of like hanging out, chilling. I don't know. I I think it fits the vibe very nicely. Let's talk about Carolina. Speaking of Carolina, while we're on the topic, let's talk about Taylor Swift for a quick second. Listen, girlies, people who just love Taylor and Harry together. Okay, it was iconic. It was iconic. Was being the key word. It was iconic, okay? We got some great songs out of it from both parties. But during my research from this album, it's very clear that... Anybody can make an argument about how any song on this album, and every song on this album, is about Taylor Swift. I have no idea. Also, I don't really care. It wouldn't really change anything for me, I think is the big the big deal. But if you want to care about it and make theories, go ahead. If you're not hurting anybody, sick. Have the time of your life with it. Go on Reddit. Go on... I don't even know any forum and just have a fun time find your find the other girlies that love to do that too and talk about it and that's fun but I it's too deep of a rabbit hole for me so I'm just basically explaining that I that I won't really be getting into it because I don't really know enough I'm not as educated as you guys are but it is kind of funny to me that Taylor Swift wrote a song on Lover back in 2019 called Daylight. And then on Harry Styles' latest album, Harry's House, he has a song called Daylight. And so, of course, Taylor had to be like, actually, no, we're even now. Because I have a song in Where the Crawdads Sing 
called Carolina. So now I took one of your songs. I think that's, I think that's so funny. That makes me laugh. I think that's just really, really quirky that it just played out like that. And also people like to say that like Golden from Fine Line. I mean, Taylor talks about Golden. Everything is gold. Gold Rush. I used to think love would be burning red. It's golden. It's go- Everything's golden. Everything's either red or golden or blue. What is it? She really likes those colors. She's just really about singing, singing about those. Anyway, wow. That's a lot about Taylor for an episode about Harry Styles. Out of all of the theories that I've read about songs on this album and later albums being about Taylor Swift, the ones that are most convincing to me are that the song Two Ghosts and potentially Ever Since New York could be about Taylor, but we'll get to that later, very briefly, a very brief conversation about that we'll talk about later whenever we get to those songs, but right now we're talking about Carolina. He says she's got a book for every situation, gets into parties without invitations. How could you ever turn her down? There's not a drink that I think could sink her. How would I tell her that she's all I think about? Well, I guess she just found out. (laughs) This song is like so... What's the word I'm thinking of? Like, love at first sight. Where when he says like... He says, I met her once and wrote a song about her. Like, oh my god, I do that. I don't even have to talk to somebody to write a song about them. Are you kidding? And then I'm like, actually, I know their whole life, actually. Actually, I know everything about them. No, no, no. You actually don't know anything. He clearly does. He clearly has talked to this girl. I just make up scenarios in my head. Okay, let's talk about two ghosts. I think the main reason why people, including me, it's pretty obvious that that this is about Miss Taylor. If you literally have the line, same lips red, same eyes blue, same white shirt, couple more tattoos, that's literally an exact parallel to style. Red lip, classic thing that you like. I mean, they both talk about white shirts, talk like, it's, it's, okay, sure. I get that one because it's, like, literally word for word. But it's not you, and it's not me. Tastes so sweet, looks so real. Sounds like something that I used to feel, but I can't touch what I see. The fridge light washes this room white. Moon dances over your good side, and this was all we used to need. Tongue-tied like we've never known, telling those stories we've already told. Because we don't say what we really mean. In the chorus we've got, We're not who we used to be. We're just two ghosts standing in the place of you and me. We're not who we used to be. We're just two ghosts swimming in a glass half empty. Trying to remember how it feels to have a heartbeat. I think this song might be my favorite song lyrically on the album it almost just feels like a like a dream sequence I think that's being like painted for us of like 
like very fuzzy memories kind of like coming back to you in waves whenever the littlest things can make you think of a person but you could never ever talk about it to said person because it would just open up doors that you would just rather keep closed and yeah it's it's really pretty it's in the key of e it's the guitar in it is really cool um the riff that plays throughout the song is really cool it's great the tempo's good it feels it feels like a slow dance it's pretty i really like it let's talk about sweet creature In my opinion, every Harry Styles album has one or more songs that have like really unique acoustic guitar intros or that continue through the whole song. But like on this album, like Sweet Creature, that guitar plucking pattern is so noticeable and it's like memorable too. Like I feel like you could hear that anywhere and pick it out. And I think on Fine Line, we have songs like To Be So Lonely and even Cherry that are also super recognizable guitar patterns and they just like contribute to the emotion that he's contributing lyrically to the song. And then also same goes for Matilda in Harry's House. Sweet Creature had another talk about where it's going wrong, but we're still young. We don't know where we're going, but we know where we belong. And oh, we started two hearts in one home. It's hard when we argue. We're both stubborn, I know. The song is so innocent. It really just like emulates young love with the repetition of we're still young. And even the production and the musicality of it, it just sounds really innocent. And like young and fresh and when you're in love and you're going through trials and you're like, but we are, but we do love each other. So then why is this so difficult? Why is this so hard if we have love? Which having love for each other and respect for each other then gives you the motivation to push forward. Let's talk about Only Angel. This is one of those songs where I'm like, Imagine hearing this for the first time again. That's crazy. That's insane. Like, it's like, okay, when an album comes out, it'll be like at 11 for if it comes out at midnight because of central time zones. And so I'll be kind of tired, I guess, but still like have adrenaline because I'm excited for it to come out. And so I'll just be like, I don't know, laying in my bed 
And so it takes a really good song for me to, like, stand up and, like, I don't know, like, dance about it. I don't even know. Like, I, I just remember being like, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and then there's, like, a cowbell. The song is so jazzy. I think that this song contributes the most to, like, the kind of 70s rock vibe. It's so fun. I love this song. It'd be crazy to see this live. I think everybody would go absolutely insane. He says, I must admit, I thought I liked to make her mine. As I went about my business through the warning signs, end up meeting in the hallway every single time, and there's nothing we can do about it. Okay. <laughs> like the meet me in the hallway connection? I love it. And then there's a cowbell in the chorus. That just makes it for me, honestly. It just fits. It's just such... I just love... <laughs> I just love this song a lot. Ooh, let's talk about Kiwi. This is so hard to, like, read the lyrics because I just want to, like, sing it because it's, like, so syncopated. She worked her way through a cheap pack of cigarettes. See, I just want to be like, she worked her way through a cheap pack of cigarettes, you know? Sorry. Sorry about that. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> hard liquor mixed with a bit of intellect. It's, like, there's a reason why he closes the show with this, okay? It also blows my mind. I hope that he continues this. The references to fruit. We have kiwi on this album. Next album, we have watermelon sugar and cherry. And then Harry's house. We have grape juice. And none of those are in reference to the actual fruits, I love when there's, like, a through line. Like, I hope that that, that, that continues. Because I think that that's really fun. And now it's, like, a fun little pattern that, like, there's no other choice but to continue it. Because the girls are going to be mad if, if he doesn't. I'm going to go to Ever Since New York. Brooklyn saw me empty at the news. There's no water inside this swimming pool. Almost over. Had enough from you. And I've been praying. I never did before. Understand I'm talking to the walls. I've been praying ever since New York. Tell me something I don't already know. 
I think people think that this is about Taylor because of the references to New York that she makes all the time. But again, we don't know. We're never going to know for sure, unless he comes right out and says it. And I get that he's hinted at it before, but like, still doesn't change at all, no matter who it's about, doesn't change that it's a great song. Let's talk about woman. Should we just search romantic comedies on Netflix and then see what we find? I think the first time I heard the intro, the little spoken intro, I made like an audible like, oh, oh, that was cute. That was cute. He says, I hope you can see the shape that I'm in while he's touching your skin. He's right where I should be, but you're making me bleed. Apologies are never gonna fix this. It's like, if you said I'm sorry, or you regret your decision, I guess it would help me sleep a little bit, but it's like, it's not gonna change anything. You can forgive, but you can't always forget. Okay, let's end with From the Dining Table. The way that this album starts with Meet Me in the Hallway, a very soft and somber song, and then it ends with From the Dining Table, which is, again, another really soft and delicate sounding song that also has a ton of emotions. I mean, he he still sounds like he's in a state of mourning, like he's about to cry. He says, Fell back to sleep, I got drunk by noon. I've never felt less cool. We haven't spoken since you went away. Comfortable silence is so overrated. Why won't you ever be the first one to break? Even my phone misses your call, by the way. I saw your friend that you know from work. He said you feel just fine. I saw you gave him my old t-shirt, more of what was once mine. I see it's written, it's all over his face. Comfortable silence is so overrated. Why don't you ever say what you want to say? Even my phone misses your call, by the way. Maybe one day you'll call me Tell me that you're sorry too Maybe one day you'll call me And tell me that you're sorry too Maybe one day you'll call me And tell me that you're sorry too Woke up the girl who looks just like you. 
I almost said your name. What a sad way to end the album, especially since the next album, Fine Line, Golden opens with the line golden as I open my eyes. So it's almost like, I don't know, to have like almost the last line of this album talk about filling that void of losing a lover with just finding it sounds kind of dark but like a replacement just to to let yourself be able to sleep and carry on and then the next album opens with him waking up in a good place and being able to find fulfillment in the world around him and in himself which I think is I don't know I I don't really know if that was purposeful to have those lines connect to each other but I I think that it's really cool I love this album Ugh, it's so hard it's really difficult to pick a favorite but I do think that this is my favorite Harry album it's either this one or Harry's house but then I feel bad because then I'm putting fine line last and then I feel like I'm picking a favorite child and then I feel guilty but I think that this one's my favorite. It's so it's so difficult because they're all really good. And also, like, what... I always ask this question, like, what makes a good album? Like, what makes an album my favorite? Is it, like, the percent of all of the songs that I don't skip? Because I don't skip any on this album. But it's, like, there, I, I don't know. I don't know. Or what songs, like, could I not live without? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's... I feel like everybody's different. But... I do think that this one's my favorite. And next week, we'll talk about Fine Line and continue the series. Thank you for listening, and I'll be back next week.